Friends, welcome to this episode of Leadosophy. You're here with an open mind because that is the rule, not the exception. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the Leadosophy Facebook group. And I want to read a post that one of my friends put on there, a very thoughtful, a thought leader type post. We were talking about the idea of knowledge and leadership. How do you know how to lead? Or do you know how to lead? And how do you know that you know how to lead? I've talked about this before. I had a really thoughtful response from, from my buddy, Chris. We're going to talk about that and a few other things on today's episode. Hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution. You are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of Leadosophy, Tim Wood. Welcome back, friends. I am grateful if you're watching on YouTube, and I'm also grateful if you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice. Thanks for joining us today. Leadosophy Facebook group, I highly recommend that you join. If you are, if you consider yourself a thought leader, which I like to, I like to use the term thought leaders, anyone who likes to think a little deeper about leadership, specifically what, what leadership means to them and followership. How does everyone, we all have our own idea, our own concept of leadership. I talk about this all the time. One person's concept of leadership is not like another person's con- concept of leadership. And that is absolutely okay. Law of unique experiences apply. Everyone has their own idea. Everyone leads a little differently. Everyone has their own ideas about human behavior, what followers need, their desires, whatever they may be, and how to bring out or how to help them fulfill their desires, their objectives, personal goals. Everyone has their own idea of how to do that. And then simultaneously achieve the objectives of the organization that they work for, or the the communities that they live within. And I think that goes back to the last episode I did on the the episode on Indiana communities and the counties in Indiana that started leadership workshops within within the counties. So everyone has their own idea of what those workshops look like, what they take away from them. So the Leadosophy Facebook group, you know, if I can make a plug for it, and again, you just go to Facebook and type in Leadosophy, and that Facebook group should pop up. Shoot me an invite, and uh, I'll be happy to, to let you in in the group. It is private group, but I am definitely, I welcome anyone who wants to think deeper about leadership. The, ty- I, the phrase of the group is crowdsource, crowdsourcing leadership knowledge. Again, I really struggle with believing there's a lot of universal truths in the world of leadership. I believe that we can, we have, we, different, we have different ideas, different concepts of leadership. And when we smash all these things together, everyone starts refining their idea of leadership and maybe taking it a little farther, a little deeper. And that's why I like the Leadosophy Facebook group. The group's been in existence now for a couple of weeks. We have about 86 members. And the conversations in this group are phenomenal. I mean, they're very deep. They're very reflective. They're very self-reflective. I don't jump in a whole lot 
I just maybe pose more questions than I do my own thoughts, or that's what I try to do because I like to hear other people's thoughts. I like I said, I have my own concepts of leadership. There are assumptions in the world of leadership that I believe there are beliefs and assumptions that I have. And I'm always I'm always looking to refine those assumptions or even challenge my own assumptions about leadership. And I've done that already in the last couple of weeks with some of the comments that I've, I've read. There are things that I have maybe changed my view a little bit, especially when I get to see how others view what it's like to lead other, other people. So that's been a lot of fun. So I guess you want to know the why there's a why behind everything. Why should you join? Like what's in it for you to join the leadosophy Facebook group? And I think the first thing is what I end every show with deepening our understanding of leadership, not pushing a version of leadership truth on others. That's not what it's about. Again, dialogue is, is the key factor here. Everyone who posts in this group, they're not pushing their truth. They're just reflecting, and that's what I love about it. They're just reflecting on their thoughts from different prompts, questions that I, I put up there, and it's a lot of fun. Again, that for me, this is the co-creation of knowledge. This is one of the cornerstones of leadosophy, co-creating knowledge, co-creating reality, and co-creating truth. And then it's one person has an idea or a concept of leadership. Another person weighs in with their idea or concept of leadership, and then those ideas are synthesized and they're taken to another level. Almost like the dialectic. If we go back to, to Hegel and the dialectics, it's a, very, it's a very philosophical way to look at that. But again, this is leadosophy and leadosophy likes philosophy. Another reason why I think you should join leadosophy group, because it allows you the opportunities to reflect, self-reflect in a private space and about leadership and other philosophically driven concepts, whether it's what is the essence of leadership? How do we accrue leadership knowledge? A very epistemic type of question. And how do we refine our purpose as leaders? How do we even discover our purpose as leaders? So I think those are some, some other ways or other ideas of why you should join leadosophy. And then lastly, might be the most important one is just building webs of, of new relationships, which Leadosophy believes relationships, human relationships are the lifeblood of the human experience. So there are people connecting together in this leadosophy group and they're hearing ideas and, and talking to one another and there's nothing bad that can come from that. So let's get into, I want to get into a very specific post in leadosophy and, and, and feedback from one of my friends. The question I posted was, it, this is what I wrote. I said, Gilbert Ryle was an English philosopher. He argued in his book, The Concept of Mind, which was written in 1949, that knowing how to do something was fundamentally different than knowing a set of facts. I can read all about leadership, what it takes, how to treat others, but it does not follow that I know how to lead. Something is missing in our knowledge set. So the questions I posed after that was, do you know how to lead? And more importantly, how do you know that you know how to lead? So one of the first things I found fascinating about some of the responses that came back from this prompt was that there was a common thread that ran through many of them, a common thread. 
many what I call the thought leaders, because everyone in leadosophy is a, is a thought leader. Many of these people suggested or recommended or even plainly stated that their followers should be the judge of whether or not they know how to lead. And I found that again, I found that fascinating because they're not, they weren't talking about their bosses who were, you know, doing their annual performance reviews or even the organization that they work for or whatever it was. They talked about their followers. And again, I've done a podcast on this before. Who judges how capable we are as leaders? Is it our bosses? Is it our followers? External stakeholders? Who, who is it? Who matters more? And maybe the answer to that might be kind of thorny. Might be a sticky answer, but it may be more contextual, situational, instead of a one-size-fits-all universal answer to those questions. And again, I think before I get into reading Chris's Facebook post, leadosophy raises a few fundamental philosophical questions for leadership. The first one, is it possible to lead through the filter or lens of those you lead? In essence, I guess what I'm saying here is, can you lead through the eyes of your followers? What does that mean to you? Should you lead through the eyes of your followers? Might there be times that you must lead through the eyes of your community or your organization? And, and by this, I mean leading first with the needs of an organization or the community as a primary lens through which we try to accomplish a task or achieve an objective or solve a problem. So those are some some fundamental questions that I'll leave you to ponder. So now I want to go to a response by my buddy, Chris, Chris's response to the initial question I talked about, about Gilbert Ryle, the concept of mine, how do you know how to lead? And I think there's kernels of wisdom to take away from, from Chris's response. It's kind of a back and forth between he and I. And when I read his response, maybe try to interpret what that means to you, how it applies to you and your leadership capabilities, your leadership style, your traits, your characteristics, how you lead others, what's your perspective. We're going to talk about perspective. So Chris was a, was a Titan of a Coast Guard leader. I'll just say that he was, he was, a, he retired recently and he was one of the most shout out my shout out for my wife. Actually, he, he, Chris was one of the most, well, the first and most influential leaders that my wife had the honor to serve with in the early 2000s in the Pacific Northwest. So let's get into what Chris wrote. Chris wrote, I think you know you can lead when you find a level of success, quote unquote success, more often than not. The measure of success is purely subjective, Chris writes. For me, it's like riding a motorcycle. I can do it. Many are better. Sometimes I crash, but not because I didn't know how to ride. I crashed because there were conditions or obstacles, which I did not see. Or if I did see them, I did not react properly. Leading people is all about conditions in the moment, perspective, mindset, history, and trust. It's so little about actual skill, I find it amusing. I get sympathy embarrassment when I hear someone ramble on about their leadership style or strategy. Leadership is about the people being led, not the leader. I'm going to stop right there. I found that fascinating. He said it's so little about actual skill that I find it amusing. I reflected on that for, for quite some time. What, what does that mean to me? What does that mean to leadosophy? So you're telling me 
there's no, there are no such thing. Well, he's not really saying there's no such thing as leadership skills. He's just saying it's not really all about that. It's not really all about that. It's about the people being led. It's about others, not the leader. What I take away from that is leadosophy reflects a little bit. I always say as a leader, you should give more than you receive. What can I give others? Especially what can I give others around me? What can I give followers? What can I take away to make their jobs easier? What obstacles can I remove? What knowledge can I give them? What tools and resources? I bring this, I bring this up all the time. KTR, knowledge, tools, resources. Give those things to your people in abundance. Make sure they have what they need to do their jobs properly. How, mu- how much time do, we, do people spend at work? Nearly one third, a lot of people, nearly one third of their lives, maybe even a little more. Make sure that work isn't just painstaking. They have what they need. And that's a lot about, for me, that's a lot about leadership. So Chris said again, I want to read this one sentence. He said, leading people is all about conditions in the moment, perspective, mindset, history, and trust. And I, I countered Chris. I said, what do you mean by perspective? And I asked him to, to unpack that thought. I didn't really know what he meant by perspective. I didn't want to assume or interpret what he was trying to say. And he wrote back, he said, by perspective, I mean the position from which the viewer sees the total picture and measures the outcomes. He said, my current job is plant maintenance manager in a heavy manufacturing environment. My tasking is maximum machine uptime at the lowest cost while maintaining safety. My leadership outcomes are measured and viewed, not just by the people I am leading, but by production, finance, safety, engineering, legal, purchasing, and quality, among many others. My people, the ones I am charged with leading, are not even in a list, though they are, of course, most important to me. And again, I call this kind of the paradox of management by results. Your bosses, the organization, they want results, but it is the people that must carry out those results. It is the people that must bring those results to the organization. You have to take care of the people because they're the ones delivering, the ones in the trenches. Chris continues, doing what's best for them may not be what's best for the list of other perspectives. Who measures success by a different standard? My point is that as a leader, you must choose the perspective by which you are measured that matters in the moment and charge forward. Evaluate the correct perspective the next day and charge again. Take your losses, learn, be a loser again, be humble and keep hustling. It's all a matter of perspective. You may get fired. You may find your purpose. Or you may push the leadership boulder up the hill your entire life. Very, very thoughtful words from from Chris. I am grateful for his perspective on leadership. I am grateful for him deepening the knowledge of leadership for me. I've understood what perspective meant for him. I've taken that idea and I've added it into my concept of leadership. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what leadosophy is all about in a nutshell. I'm going to end this episode here. Remember, leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding of leadership and of life. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.